Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., Trent Condon with you. Apparently, Brett Ridge cannot hear anything. Couldn't hear a thing in those headphones. I don't know what he uh, the deal exactly was. He looked exactly like so a deer I'm in the headlights. Around, uh, is the music on? Or are we ready to go? Well, so. we're, we're in a box here. You can hear each other already. I know. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. I couldn't. I Really, you had the music down far enough. I couldn't hear it. No, I no, heard it. Those headphones are terrible. Well, yeah, I know. You've got my, you're in my spot. Get here yeah, earlier. We've got new mic flags in here, yeah, by the way. Sad. They remind us that we're on 1700 Trent, AM News Talk Sports. Trent, we've had these for four weeks. Four weeks. Have we really? Yeah. I hadn't paid attention. Where have you been? Well, I knew you were getting, there was something, some talk about getting a TV yes, in here, right? Yes, that, that's next on the agenda. When's that happening? I'm not Will that be that a color or black and white TV? Well, probably an old tube. Nine inch, nine inch, old nine inch, nine inch black and white with the rabbit ears yeah. and the foil, <laughs> slapping that side on the side. Either way, all right. What are we doing? Oh, we're talking the world of the Iowa Hawkeyes oh, here yeah. for the next hour. Iowa plays basketball tonight. Well, they're going to take the court and try to play basketball tonight against oh, uh, number what? Number what? Michigan four. State. Number four, Michigan State. Twenty-two and three into this one against the Hawkeyes, who are, I believe, twelve and thirteen on the year. Uh, tough spot for the Hawks tonight, uh, particularly if Jordan Bohannon is ill. It sounds like he's ill, and he certainly was on Saturday and had a tough time playing. And, and the Hawks played like it. Now they did get their victory last week against Minnesota, so they got three uh, on the they year got in the Big three. Ten. They've gotten three on the year in the Big Ten. Well, there was a point in time. <laughs> Where there was conjecture that that might not happen. So, Only by you. No, not by me. I said I knew they'd win a game here and there, but uh, tonight's going to be tough. And <clears throat> certainly, if uh, Bohannon can't can't get it done, somebody else is going to have to go off, and it'll be really interesting to see how that works. But Michigan State's so tough, so many good players, and um, there have been times when they come in with uh, with teams that were solid because uh, because they were coached well, solid because they played good fundamental basketball, but uh, this is a team that's just loaded with talent. This is the uh, best record through 25 games that Michigan State's had since like 2001 or two, and they went to the Final Four that year. And they just, on days they don't play well, they just out-rebound you and out-muscle you, and then they win. And days they play well, they just, they just drill you. And if, if Bohannon... Is not at a hundred percent tonight, Trent. I heard you say earlier that that the the odds on Penn State or excuse me, Michigan State when it was like eighty seven percent. If Bohannon can't play at a hundred percent, and that doesn't move over ninety four percent, I don't know what we're talking about. There's some weird betting patterns. I know. I saw that. I saw you put that out there. It doesn't make any sense. I just has anyone actually watched Iowa play basketball? Iowa's been good the last couple of times out at home. Against Minnesota, against Wisconsin. They haven't covered their last four, though. That's true. Playing down to their competition, if you will. uh, They've been playing some... uh, I'll tell you what, at Indiana, I watched a lot of that game on Saturday night because we had our friend Kaz over, and of course he's a Michigan State honk, and he's from Michigan. Right, right. You know, and and so we were watching the game, and there was no question that I mean, Indiana played with emotion. Archie Miller's going to have himself a pretty darn good basketball team and program there, and it's not going to take very long. And apparently, I just saw I don't know. Didn't they get like the second best kid out of Indiana? And Tom Crean never even talked to this guy. No, I didn't see that. Something but, but, something yeah. along that line, and he ended up going to, or committing to IU, but. Uh, 
be that as it may, he didn't commit to Iowa, and he's not a point guard. And if Jordan Bohannon is sick, ill, has a twisted ankle, or the cough due to cold, influenza A, Hawks are in major trouble tonight. Macy Daly for 30 minutes doesn't get you revved up for running the points. Well, and then well, Brandon Ellickson coming in and helping out, too. I mean, you know, it, it's, a, it, it, it's a tall order. and you know, Don't you think Jordan's going to try? Oh, he's going to give it a go. Absolutely, he'll give it a go. I, I mean, he, get he to tried Get some freaking Saturday. green tea for crying out loud and chicken soup. The, the game Call on, his mother. <laughs> the game on Saturday night against Penn State where he did give it a shot. Actually, made his first three, and then I think he went like one for eight from three. Um. He made his first one. Right. That's what I said. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Typical. Either way. Um, <laughs> either way. You know, that's I, a, I that's just a sign a, of a good radio program when they, neither one of us listened to one another. They were not listening to each other. No, like you said, Michigan State at 22-3. and three, It's one of their best uh, uh, record through 25 games in, in their history. Interestingly enough, Purdue, I think, had their best record through 20 games ever for a program like that. I think it's interesting that the Big Ten has these two teams when it seems like the conference um, has been playing with these teams. They're still winning all of the games, Purdue and and Michigan State, head and shoulders above. And that's where tonight you just look back at what Iowa did last time out at home against Purdue, or I guess two two times out ago against Purdue, basically didn't show up. Well, they got beat by 30, and I think it wasn't like 28 at halftime or something. And it's just... <clears throat> I would just didn't have the horses right now, and the in the manner by which they're playing is not conducive for them to to pull off an upset. If I remember right, the first game ever at Carver Hawkeye was Iowa Michigan State, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, it wasn't the final score like thirty four to thirty two or no, something. No, 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 that was like. But it was the Bobby Hansen game where two he stepped years out after, of bounds. Or Carfino or Hansen. Hanson. Well, he took a feed from Carfino. He stepped out of bounds on the on the sideline and then made a three that would have won the game. Instead, he right. stepped out of bounds, which he will tell you he did step out of bounds. It was real close, right in front of the Iowa bench, and they yelled out about it. But anyway, so they lost that game. And ended up, there. I think they had to beat Michigan a couple of days later to get their first win in Carver Hawkeye. Should yes. have burned that thing down then. Should nineteen eighty three. Yeah, something like that. Eighty two, eighty three. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they didn't even start the season in right. it. No, they they were supposed to and didn't get to. That, so they ended up. Wonder seemed, how much that cost that, the construction they, crew. They uh, <laughs> they got to win one of those one of those few. Uh, what was it? The Arena Hawkeye or the uh, Car? Amana, no, Amana, Hawkeye, Amana, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, the Amana Hawkeye, Hawkeye Classic. Amana Hawkeye Classic. Who did they beat? They beat somebody. Cedar really Rapids, good. Washington. No, somebody like Villanova or something like that in the in the the last game ever. It's Marquette. Look it up, but I think it's Marquette. Um, in the last game ever at the Fieldhouse, because they up, got to please. play. Look it up, please. Well, Trent's already on the on the already on the horn, looking it up. Is that when Marquette had the Al McGuire uniforms? They still, uh, they might have still had those. I know Iowa played at the Mecca against Marquette in one of those Lou Olson years, like '79 or '80. Might have been '80, and one up there, and they still had the big, big, baggy. Uniforms. They were the big, uh, uh, untucked jerseys. Yeah. Names yes. were names were on the bottom of the jersey. Yeah, they still had. They also won like a national were, championship yeah. with that. They did, and they were really good too, as I recall. I mean, <laughs> the year that Iowa played them, not even uh, regarding the year before that. Anyway, tough night tonight for the Hawks. We'll see how that goes. We'll keep talking about that as we move along. Football signing days tomorrow. Did you know that? Considering I, I everybody did, else is pretty much the haze in the barn. I, I did know that, and uh, I've seen some. Uh, Everyone thinks I never study for this, and really I don't. But I was somewhere in the low 30s, national recruiting. 
33 for rivals. I think 247 has him like 36. Uh, I didn't see where anybody else has him, but 33. And that really, I think it's the third best, uh, third or third best, or maybe fourth uh, team finish for Kirk Ferentz class. I mean, uh, you know, you look at it and there's nobody right now that jumps out and you go, oh gosh, we got another AJ Epinesa, you know, coming in. He's no, there's no five stars. But there are four four stars and a bunch of highly rated. They still, depending on where they're rated, the three star thing, they're highly rated three stars going in there, including the Jaden McDonald kid who committed last night. They're going to get that linebacker out of Georgia and uh, they get him over Ole Miss, Purdue, and Kansas State. Um, I thought while they were recruiting this kid that this was one of those where he was like the, the, the next guy that they could possibly go after. You know, they. Exhausted all over at all of their avenues, but I guess as you start reading about him, you start looking at him. Hey, he's a pretty high level player. They end up ranking him at the top of those three stars that they they've got, and he was defensive player of the year in a number of services down there in Georgia. So, uh, a kid that can run and uh, will play the uh, the will uh, linebacker it, spot, and and they're excited <clears throat> to get him. Isn't this uh, a direct correlation with the new assistant coach that they hired? Well, I don't know if it's, in, in terms of at least. Maybe getting, getting hey, in, hey the door down yeah, there? hey, by the way, there's here's a guy we need to go see, or you might want to go consider, and then all of a sudden, you know, Danny Manning didn't just show up at Kansas. His dad got the yeah, head, that's, that's uh, got true. an assistant uh, coaching job. I, I would say this, um, Iowa, Iowa offered this kid while he was still committed to Rutgers, so every time we get a little bit testy about that happening to some of our guys... Don't think that we don't do it back right back hey, at I mean, Eastern you know, Michigan yeah. must hate Iowa. <laughs> Northern, I mean, Northern, Northern Illinois hates Iowa. Bob, Bobby you know? Sanders absolutely. Uh, wasn't uh, was Des King or I mean somebody yeah, else. A couple of other who ones. turned out to be yeah. really really good. Yeah, we've yanked him away. Yeah. Was going to a Mac school, Akron or something like that. And and you know for that matter, I think well, Amir Smith Marset was also I think committed to Rutgers before he. Basically decommitted and chose between Iowa Saquon and Minnesota. Saquon Barkley was once committed to Rutgers. Was he really? Yeah. Look at all those players Rutgers could have had. Could be a lot different for Rutgers if they could just hold on to those local kids. But yeah, Barkley, he was a uh, a Rutgers commit, opened it up, and well, the rest you know, of if Tony history. Soprano hadn't got whacked in the last episode yeah. of the Sopranos, maybe things, might have, been things might have been different for the State University things of New Jersey. To answer your uh, your question about 1982-83 season and Carver Hawkeye. Uh, their final game that year in the Fieldhouse, they did beat Marquette. There was one game after, though. Oh, there was. They beat USC 66-55 uh, four really? days later. But uh, Marquette was ranked number 16. They throttled them 87-66. The Amanda Hawkeye Classic that season did not have Marquette. Okay, Marquette. I thought that was what it was. But it was I, right uh, afterwards, but they beat Navy and then Hawaii in the oh, championship. I was at those games. I didn't realize that was the last year. I was actually at those games. Yes. They, so, uh, so I didn't get to go to very many games where I sat on the side in the field house. But so I would have been I think what, I, 12, I'm, you know. I'm not even sure I went to a game in the field house. One maybe? Really? Boy. I never did. I was two and a half during this time. So okay. I was I, at that. I, I yeah. never ever make it to the field house. My but, only recollection yeah. I I must have went to one. It was really hot. I went to oh, the field house. It was very warm in there. And the um and <laughs> there was no smoking in the arena, but the in the uh, vestibules immediately behind the bleachers and down into the staircases there were so people you might as well just have been people might as well just have been there was doing no it right there smoking was, in the just, arena it was just, it, it no out, smoking in the go when i'd go watch drake play when i was a kid in, in vets auditorium and like larry bird 
came into town and some of the great uh, Drake uh, Drake teams coached by uh, my good friend Kerry Ortigal's dad, Bulldog Bob Ortigal. And, uh, yeah, you couldn't smoke in the seating area, but you could take about three steps back and be in any corner of that joint. And it looked like a, I mean, it was old school, uh, firing up the heaters over there, <laughs> going for it. And there's no question you could still smell it. And if you were in the second deck, it was tremendous. You were tremendous asp- atmosphere for athletic competition, right? Hey, Red Arbach used to fire up the the Stogie right there, right there, in row four, wherever he sat. Whenever the Celtics were going to win, just, different era. Yeah. It was a different era. It was a, but uh, yeah, yeah. the old field house was was a was times an are interesting better place. now. It, apply, uh, athletic yeah. endeavors are not done. In the Roman Coliseum with lions, <laughs> yeah, the Super Bowl it could be four below zero, but it's seventy-two and sunny inside the dome. The yeah. only people, uh, well, guys of my era that are in their thirties, we think Fieldhouse, we think of the Ped Mall. We oh well, sure, that Fieldhouse. Well, I think of that too. Yes, but, uh, yes that yes. was a great place to. Yeah, that that too. But uh, is yeah, Fieldhouse anyway. still around in yeah. Iowa City? By the way, I well, don't know. Uh, I haven't been to the Ped Mall forever. There, they've moved it. They moved it, so it's not whatever that is. Whatever that place was is. Uh, I mean, that place is something else. And there's a the old Rocky Rococo slash mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think slash uh, Burger King over there yeah. is now what's called the Field House. Really? And it does. Wow. I, I mean, I've never been in it, but I've seen the 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 sign, and I've thought, well, that that's clearly it's not nice. the Field House. Yes. I mean, the Field House three dollar three dollar uh, burger baskets every day for uh, for lunch. For lunch for, yes. You know, in the summer and on Monday, free on Thursday nights. Yes, uh, in the summer on guys. Mondays at the Field House, first keg was free. So the first oh. forty pitchers were on the house. Yeah. Wow. Tapped into that a time or two in the summer. Yes. I was only there once. Well, this is a high quality. Radio well, show, right? I mean, now. it's better than talking hockey. I know. We're not really talking hockey. How's the fencing program? <laughs> Coming up next. Baseball. Baseball is, By the uh, way, the rowing still two and crew away. team have been yeah. struggling with their practices. The Iowa River is completely frozen over. I should mention Back that, to you in the newsroom. I should mention, as far as football recruiting is concerned, they had two other commitments this last week. Logan Klemp, who is uh, from, what, South Hamilton here in Iowa? Joel South Hamilton, a linebacker. Isn't that Tama? Uh, no. no, no, that's South Tama. That's South, South Tama. Tama yeah. oh, Toledo. This is Jewel. This is north of us. He's Class 1A Player of the Year and uh, a little bit of a running back, but a, also a linebacker. Is he one he of the 47 linebacker? walk-ons that the Hawks have? No, he, he has achieved beyond the walk-on status. Oh, he he's got a, he yes. got a ride. He gets a ride along with a kid named Kavion Merriweather. And I want Tom to tell us about this because this is a kid that obviously was slow played because he has no other offers. I mean, none. And... He's a basketball player. Is, and he's a, is, he a long, is, he a long, is he a long snapper? He's a, he's a defensive back. Yeah. Who apparently, By the way, are there any know. more of those guys from Marshalltown? We need those. We, uh, just, we need a few. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or it's going to be Rock and Ron Kaluzzi's little brother snapping this year. Oh, is that right? He's, he's up there in the depth chart. Ah, be fine. They'll figure that out. They'll figure you that gotta out. you got to find some guy who They'll can. figure that out. They got has, there, has there been a bad snap? From a Hawkeye long snapper. Oh, good Lord. Did you just say that out loud? What are you We're doing? knocking. I can't Next recall. when that happens <laughs> in the middle of the, of the Iowa well, State Okay, game. that's a good point. Um, I can't recall the last time there was that's there was a, a bad snap um, yet in the Super Bowl. <laughs> New England yeah, yeah. has one on a 28-yard field goal, and somehow Goskowski almost screwballed that thing he back did. in there. A little Not, English on that. No idea how it was going to bend back in there. I mean, we put it out. You know, if he's five yards further back, it goes in. Yes. Maybe two. Yeah. Yeah. 
He doinked it. He, he, did. he bent that like Beckham. Back in. It was screwing it back in. Uh, I don't. I can't think of any t- any time either where there's yeah. really been something that's really so you, know, messy. They, they, you would think happen. that they'll figure it out. I would right. imagine it right. shouldn't be a conversation piece. Of course, I got a long summer ahead of me. Yeah. It'll be brought up a time or two. Uh, let's bring it up again. <laughs> we'll bring it up again. Well, As we WNL the Twins in June, <laughs> Hawks will end up with 22 hey, guys in this recruiting class. By the way, so that's uh, they they at one point in time looked like it'd be. 15 or 16, but defections here and there, a couple guys going through. Oh, somebody's transferring. I never even heard of him. Right. Some, Marcel Jolly. Marcel Jolly? 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 Yeah. Jolly. Jolly? He's not, he's, he's going to be a grad transfer. He's actually, he graduated in three years. Is that what I, is that right? It's, I guess when you're not playing, you know. He's, he's extraordinarily smart. He's yeah. never been injured. <laughs> yeah. So therefore. Uh, expect him in a uniform somewhere else uh, next year. Yeah, Central Michigan yeah. will be happy to have him. They, they will. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Um. Get you caught up on some. We watched wrestling together the other night, in amongst other things we were doing, didn't we? We did. We oh wrestling. gosh, that's right. We did. We did. Yeah, that was a Thursday night drinking expedition. Uh, Friday night. That's how much drinking we did. There we'll we be go. Back on the Hawkeye Huddle on seventeen hundred KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 65. 50 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. For this evening, another round of light snow is possible, up to 1 to 2 inches of accumulation here in central Iowa, up to 3 inches of accumulation possible in southern Iowa with a low near 4 above 0. On Wednesday, partly cloudy, dry, and a high near 19. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence. As a small business owner, you're juggling it all, including customers' calls from your personal phone. But with Grasshopper, you get a business phone number and a business phone system from our mobile app so you can work smarter, not harder. Grasshopper for its calls texts, even transcribes voicemails. Everything you need to simplify your business and stay responsive. With Grasshopper, there's no long-term contracts and customer support is 24-7. Whether you're starting or growing your business, Grasshopper is the answer. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. There's a way to give her a box of chocolate on Valentine's Day. And a way to give her a box of chocolate on Valentine's Day. Turn it up this Valentine's Day with Le'Veon Chocolate Diamond Jewelry from Jared. You'll find more exclusive Le'Veon pieces at Jared than any other jewelry store in the world. And when you visit Jared.com from February 1st through the 14th, you'll receive $100 off any Le'Veon purchase. That's our Valentine's gift to you. And that's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. 
Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. I know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Are you ready to finally meet your match? I'm not talking about a significant other. I'm talking about finding the right cat or cats for you. Take the Meet Your Cat Match survey on our website, and within 48 hours, we will send you suggestions of cats that would be a good fit based on the criteria you submitted. The survey can be found at arl-iowa.org backslash catmatch. Get ready to meet your cat match. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessie family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Dave Crane Jr., Trent Condon, about to slide out of here a little early today. Enjoy your extra half hour off there, Trent. Between you and oh. Jimmy B, you put in a full two and a half. Yeah, it's, it's just a... You know better you're, you're than that. You're keeping Ken, Ken Miller hours now, aren't you? You're... <laughs> Hawks uh, wrestling team did win two this week. They go to 11-2, 6-2 on the year, 34-7 over Minnesota on Friday night, 33-2 over Northwestern on Sunday morning. I'm not really sure exactly why they went on Sunday morning, but they did. I was at church getting the updates on my phone. Is oh hey, they're wrestling right now while I'm at church. And you were looking at them. Well, I, you know, God's a hawk. That's the way it is. He's fine with that. But we watched. You and I were. You and I were um, at a local watering hole. Scotty's. Uh, forgetting, forgotten that the Iowa uh, wrestling match was going to be on TV, and looked up, and there it was. So we basically were able to pay attention to the whole thing on uh, on Friday night. Really fun to watch. Um, but again, I it guess comes we down... should write off the night. <laughs> yeah, ooh, we could. We're talking about it on the air. 
Yeah, the, the entire $23 it costs us. Do you want to go somewhere and drink inexpensively on a Friday night? Go to Scotty's. Scotty's. Yeah. West Des Moines. It's be what. true. Yeah, man. Um, but uh, watching uh, Spencer Lee now is still undefeated. He uh, beat two top 10 wrestlers this week at the 125. We watched him. Didn't he win? He was 15 to nothing. Over, the tech, and, tech fall, wasn't it? Yeah. And the kid he beat from Minnesota was, like was a national num- runner-up last year. He was rated like number eight. And was never, he. and that kid never had a chance. I mean, it's, it, we're, we at least one of the things you're going to have with Iowa wrestling now, again, for the next three, three years and some change now, is at, at the 125 weight, it's not an automatic win, but it's a really fun match to watch because your guy is going to not only be in it, but he's going to end up working a lot of guys and, and just dominating a lot of guys. It's really fun to watch. Who Who is the guy who had the fall at 657 in the third? Um, it was a really pretty close match, and all of a sudden he just slammed him right to his back, and that was that, and it was pinned. Sorensen or Happel? I, I think it was Happel. Yeah, th- Happel is a redshirt freshman, too. I think it was him because I think it was the last match of the of the evening. Uh, I think they ended up with Stoles at last match of the evening. No, 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 oh, no, no. Right. They, started they, the middle. Out, Sor- they started in the middle. Sorensen so. started, if I'm so not mistaken. So it would have been Happel. It would have been yeah. Happel. Yep. Yep, it would have been Happel. Right. Sorensen pinned his guy. Right. 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 You're right. It would have been Happel that finished it up. Yeah, Carter Happel, who um, just one of those guys, Tom you know, Brands, you know, he just he'll throw a guy in every now and again to mix things up in a couple of the weights and or if a guy might be injured or something like that, and and he's got another good one there that uh, that might uh, make his way into the lineup down the road. Now, Hawks have Penn State this week on BTN at Penn State. That's a tall order. And then uh, next Sunday they're at Iowa State with no television for the Iowa State wrestling. Seriously, meet. not even nope. Channel not even eleven. I, I, IPTV, I don't believe, is allowed to do it anymore. Uh, because of the Big Ten Network. Well, you know, all of the uh, announcers, Tim Johnson yeah, they, they and all those guys, over, they're yeah. all doing on the Big Ten Network anyway. But uh, that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I, I think it's 9-1. Uh, to one. Yeah, Right. It, and it, I, don't even not, know, it, I don't even know who the one is. Right. It, it, it probably, it's probably something in there, and so it's probably not So how did Northwestern get on. two? Was there a tie? I think they won the last. Yeah, how did they get two? They must have, um, I think they won, but they had like a, a sportsmanlike conduct. They lost a point for something. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch that at the end of that. So I don't know. 33 to two. I don't even think they have ties anymore. No, you got to go into the sudden. I mean, you keep going and going, don't you? Until somebody wins. Yeah. You get your three points. I don't know. We'd have to, we'd have to look that up. Um, Anyway, it'll be tough Saturday night, 7 PM on the big 10 network, but might be worth watching. Tune in, see how the Hawks compare to Penn State. Yeah, arguably between them and Ohio State for the uh, for the best uh, teams in the country. And uh, Iowa, good showing over in Columbus. Didn't quite get it done a couple of weeks ago. So uh, we'll see how they do. Well, just for the record, and and don't forget this: if you have an opportunity to watch the Ohio State heavyweight, oh man, Olympic heavyweight champion, world champion. This is this is a barring injury. Is a mortal lock for a national championship. The Ohio State heavyweight. I I, I think he's going to call you tomorrow and thank you for netlogging him, clear into <laughs> and stole upsets him in the yes, semis. That'd be awesome. It would be awesome. Uh, Iowa women's basketball team a couple of victories last week, seventy one sixty three in overtime, seventy one sixty eight in overtime at Michigan State. 
had to hit a couple of free throws at the end of the game to uh, tie it up and then win it in overtime. And then 92-84 on Super Bowl Sunday versus Minnesota. Megan Gustafson, guess what? She's the Big Ten Player of the Week. Is that se- isn't that like the seventh time? It is the seventh, and it is a record. Nobody else has done New it. New league it's record. New league record. And she, I believe now... Uh, is something along the lines of 24 out of the last 26 games. No, that'd be 20. It's 22 out of the last 24 games with a, a double double. So, pretty impressive stuff out of uh, Megan Gustafson. Well, she's gonna be. Women. She's gonna have to be Big Ten Player of the Year. She's gotta be. Very, she's very she likely. nominated for uh, some one of the top 20, one of the awards, Naismith uh, Top 20 uh, here in the last. She's week. a senior. Yeah, I think it was a senior Naismith or something. I don't know. Well, she's, uh, she's that, working on that all American How's the uh, Iowa women's RPI? We got 20 seconds. 23. Uh, I looked it up for you. Thanks. I knew it was coming. They're 18 and 6, 6 and 5, 23 RPI. They're looking at a pretty good seed if they can uh, keep things rolling. So about a 6. Somewhere in there. Yep. Well, might not have to go on the road. We'll see. All right. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle. Tom Kager of HawkeyeReport.com up next. First Light with Evan Henning every weekday from 8 to 9 a.m. on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down to earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. Sponsored by Walgreens. Who has time for a cold? Swing by your local Walgreens for the right relief fast. With Walgreens brand cold and flu products, you'll get effective multi-symptom relief you can trust. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Cumulus Media and the American Heart Association invite you to join us for the 25th Annual Heart Ball presented by Iowa Heart Center in Mercy along with Unity Point Health Des Moines on February 10th at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center. This fun event will highlight how far we've come in the fight against heart disease and stroke and how you can help make our community a healthier place to live, work, and play. Learn more, purchase tickets, or make a donation at heart.org slash dsmheartball. That's heart.org slash dsmheartball. We'll see you there. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Sandler Training has finally come to Des Moines and Central Iowa. Hello, everybody. This is Carl Shapworth, owner of Sandler Training. And if your business relies on sales performance to drive success, then I urge you to contact Sandler Training today. I personally use Sandler in my business, and it has taken it to high performance. And the same thing can happen to you. 
So check us out on the web, keywords, Sandler Training, Iowa. Again, that's keyword Sandler Training, Iowa. Sandler Training. If you're looking for old-fashioned sales training, don't call us. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. With one call to wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Call 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa is looking for people who can give an adoptable pet a break from the shelter for one week, one month, or more. Fostering a pet through our shelter getaway programs for cats, dogs, and even horses allows you to help homeless pets without the lifetime commitment. So whether you are longing for pet companionship but can't commit long-term or you are able to make room for one more on a short-term basis, we need you. Visit ARL iowa.org to learn more. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. I can hear you. Chris, I'm sitting here with you. Did I turn the microphones on for the entire last segment? Hope so. <laughs> well, you must have because uh, somebody, right. somebody tweeted at yes, us, we, we and I appreciate it. that. That was uh, Jeff Weirich at Hawkeye Haas tweeted that it was unsportsmanlike conduct on the coaching staff, which is how they got the two points. Okay. This is how Northwestern got their two points. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Very good. I want to thank the great sponsors on our program. Of course, uh, Christopher's Fine Restaurant over there in Beaverdale. Get over there and check them out. Enjoy a fine meal. Half price wine Wednesday and Thursday. And Thursday. Bottle of wine, half price. Nice. Uh, with the order of seven entrees and a chocolate <laughs> martini. <laughs> that, and it goes along with it. It's it's a, <laughs> you know it's just right. Uh, Kozlowski Law. Check out uh, Kozlowski Family Law, particularly for the uh, collaborative divorce process. He's pretty good at that, and uh, he's specializes exceptional, at exceptional that. at that. I uh, appreciate that. And of course, our friends at Templeton Rye. We'll get to the Templeton Rye last call in just a little bit. But as I have now learned how to use the telephone. 
Joining us now here on the program, as he is each week, is Tom Caker to FawkeyeReport.com. Good afternoon, Tom. Good afternoon, gentlemen. On your way over there, are you, Tom? I am on my way en route to Iowa City, and thankfully the roads are clear. No snow. Yeah, um, you might have, well, it might be a little different on the way home. We'll see. We're is this supposed to snow tonight? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Really? Uh, hey, uh, that, that pileup on 35 North. Oh, that was horrible. I Luckily, I had to go to Indianola yesterday. Well, you're going the other direction. Luckily, I was going the other <laughs> direction. The roads were still terrible, but I'm thinking, I, and I'm down there in the doctor's office with my wife, and I'm looking at the phone going, holy cow, this is what i got to go back through to get home. I mean, anyway, hopefully tonight it won't be so bad for you, Tom, um, and hopefully tonight it won't be so bad for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, do we have word at all on how Jordan Bohannon's feeling? We don't at this point, but I would assume that since he missed practice yesterday, because of the flu, and just knowing what I know about this flu that's been going around, it's really a pretty bad uh, case this year, that uh, he, even if he plays, it's going to be a lot like the other night where he could be pretty limited. So uh, not a good team for Iowa to be missing one of their better offensive weapons. I, I didn't think it... I thought they had said that it wasn't necessarily the flu. Is that what they, because they were saying they'd keep him away from the rest of the team at the, at that point? But but I mean that would definitely we're going to have the gray team out there. Right. Well, they just wouldn't let him near anybody. He'd be sitting over in the corner by himself. I don't know, but um, if that's the case, yeah, definitely he he would be out and, and that, with good reason. I mean, you wouldn't even want to pass him the ball and have it pass back and wipe. Oh, all over good him. lord! I'm telling you, this is nasty stuff, man. I know it's horrible. It's, I I was sick. I had it. Whole, take the whole team down. Just have a bottle of Purell on the on the bench, <laughs> and everybody soaked down. Yeah. You know, that's all you got to do. Well, we'll get a see get a chance to see your what, hands you know, like you're walking in a church. In a, yeah, we got a chance to see what the Hawks can do with uh, with Macy Daly and and uh, Brandon Ellingson. Brady, Brady Ellingson, Brandon, Brady, Brady Ellingson uh, against uh, one of the better one of the better teams in the country. Uh, it stacks up to be a tough night for the Hawks. Time it's it's been a tough season. You know, it's nice that they were able to get a victory last week, but uh, that game on the road at Penn State the other day just amplifies a lot of things that are going on. Um, the biggest the biggest question I have right now for this group is where do you go when you hit the off season with this group? Where do you go to to think that you can get better? What do you, I mean? Can they change a defensive scheme? Can they do something that? That is going it, to, it, it can't simply be the addition of one, one really good freshman, can it? I mean, there's got to be more that's going to have to happen. Yeah, um, I, I think it's got to be more than that. I, I think maybe it's, it's a lot like what you would look at in football. You kind of just, as the coaching staff will probably get together and they'll try and figure out, um, you know, some, how can we do some things differently? And it's, uh, you just kind of do that. Um, you know, an autopsy on every season and kind of look back at it and, and figure out what you need to do different, what you need to do better. Um, I just know, knowing Fran a little bit, Fran's a lot like Kirk in that he's, I won't say hard-headed is the right word, but just kind of, he has a philosophy that he believes in. And uh, I, I don't expect that's going to change. I think you just hope that guys buy into it more next year uh, than they have uh, this year. And, you know, I don't rule out having some 
openings on the roster either. I, I think that's, you know, a real possibility that there could be even, you know, some changes that, that end up happening uh, with the overall roster. You know, I, we didn't get to see much Connor McCaffrey this year, and I think he would have made a big, big difference uh, in the overall scheme of things. Just the gl- additional guy that can handle the ball, the, distribute the ball, the, take some time away for Jordan. I got you. I I think it would have mattered, and in having yeah. him next year as I guess you know a redshirt freshman, um, I think that I think that's that will make a, a a big difference. But I I don't think there's any question. I you know we were laughingly saying that Iowa leads the Big Ten and dunks given up and. You know, when I was growing up, my basketball coach, the great Jim O'Day, said if you ever gave up the baseline one time, you were immediately coming out. And Iowa continuously gives up the baseline as as if it is some sort of rite of passage for every six eight, six nine forward and center in the Big Ten, so they can go and get a poster made. It, I just I don't understand that defensive concept whatsoever, and that's something yeah. that's something's got to change. Yeah, a couple of things. One with Connor. Connor is a ball mover guard, and that what that means is it doesn't stick with him very long. And and I, I think that's he's more of a natural point than Jordan is, and I think that that would be a difference with this team, at least on the offensive side. Um, two with the with the dunks. Um, you know, I hate to single out a guy, but Tyler Cook had two of those in the last game where he just gave a guys went by him like he was standing still defensively and dunk the ball and you just you can't have that that is that is something that you teach when you're in middle school don't right. give up the baseline don't give up the baseline funnel them to the middle where at least you might have some help and um i'll bet you virginia hasn't that. had as many base baseline dunks against them all season as iowa had against penn state oh yeah might be might be true yeah. and you know, I I wouldn't mind it. Speaking of Virginia, I would not mind if Fran and I. I, I think there's probably about a ninety nine point nine percent chance that he would never do it. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind him just kind of going to a pack line defense. Um, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. It's, you know, because that let's let's face it that that defense is pretty effective. Just about everybody who's using it, it it works pretty well especially when you get guys that buy into it. You look at Virginia this year, uh, that's not the most talented team in the country. Uh, they might not have any guys who are NBA draft picks, but they're playing hellacious defense right now. What, and they bought into it. Yeah, well, who were, you, you and I were watching them. Was it against Duke the other day? Uh, a little bit oh, against Duke. Little, yeah. yeah, against Duke. And, and we were saying, I mean, it was like 36 to 34 in the middle of the second half. I mean, like, who else is going to have held Duke to that kind of, those kind of at points? Home. At home. Right. It, 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 it really is. Uh, it's, it's a, again, there are concepts that obviously Iowa is never going to run an Oregon-like offense in football. Um, but I, I don't think you have to discount, uh, you have to change your offense tremendously if you want to run a defense like that in basketball. I, I think you can change it a little bit. I but, think you, you know. have to care about both sides of and I'm I not, so and I'm not saying that Fran doesn't care about defense because I really believe no, that he does. I think he wants, I think he's trying to get guys to make the ball, to turn the ball over out near midcourt so he can get breakaways and dunks and all that. And that clearly for this group, at least 
doesn't work. No, it hasn't happened enough. Right. That's the only reason you would hedge 35 feet from the basket with two guys and leave guys open. It's the only reason you would do it. All right. Hey, moving on, Tom. Um, Football signing day is actually tomorrow. Um, you used to be your biggest day of yeah, the year, Tom. <laughs> it was. You, you used to be really, really busy tonight and, and tomorrow, but uh, you're not going to be. I mean, uh, the haze in the barn, um, barring any big surprises, there's only three guys left to sign. Uh, obviously, the uh, Jaden McDonald was a nice get for them. Uh, uh, getting uh, Logan Klemp last week was a okay uh, uh, sort, sort of surprise, a nice thing for him. Uh, maybe the kid that uh, is the strangest story or the, the neatest story is is uh, the Kayvon Merriweather kid. Tell us a little bit about his story because it seems like Iowa must have been slow playing this kid because nobody else found him. Yeah, it's a classic Phil Parker uh, recruit that he kind of sneaks in later uh, in the process, you know, that did that with Micah Hyde, too, where he could have probably offered him earlier, but he didn't want to draw attention. And so he just kind of slow-played it, slow-played it, sneaks in uh, late. You know, it's just, uh, he's he was more of a, you know, just reading up on him, and our uh, Josh Helmholtz, who does our Midwest stuff, knows all those kids. And he was really more of an AAU basketball player. I mean, he had a Western Michigan basketball offer and uh, went out for football and, some people and uh, impress Phil Parker, and he's, you know, he's an interesting prospect just because he's so athletic, and you can kind of plug him at safety early. Maybe he becomes an outside linebacker. Maybe he's that kind of hybrid player that Phil talked about, uh, you know, during the uh, bowl prep that they might uh, look at putting in the lineup. You know, a, a kind of a, a bigger safety on passing down. So. Um, I think he's an intriguing uh, prospect, and Logan Clem, Blair and I, Blair Sanderson and I have been talking him up since probably August. uh, As the guy to watch, they always offer some Iowa kid late. And and the percentages of guys that turn out to be really good that are that late offer is really high when you think about it. The latest example being Josie Josie Jewell. (laughs) Not a bad player, but it goes back to Brandon, Brandon Myers. Myers, and, PCM, yeah. Yeah, Tanner Miller, um, Alan Reisner, um, Mike Elgin. I mean, there's a, there's a good list of late-offer Iowa guys, kids from Iowa that they offered really late that turned out to be really good football players. Was Boone Myers a late-offer, or was he early? I don't he was a walk-on. Walk on. Oh, okay. So no. Yeah. <laughs> so so similarly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. you know, Tom, you're, you're right. Um, uh, in paying attention to this, I, I I wasn't surprised when that came across on Friday night, only because you guys had mentioned it. I don't know. We were just kind of watching him, right? You guys had mentioned him enough as as one of the guys to watch, and uh, not surprised at all that that happened. And, and um, again, you're right. I think we've got a couple of interesting guys. There's usually one or two there that they miss on when that they offer late, but there's usually one or two that they get. Um, is the McDonald kid a kid that can compete for playing time next year as a freshman? Uh, maybe. Uh, you know, the, the, I think that's one of the appealing things for a lot of these linebackers this year is it's pretty much an open slate at linebacker right now. I mean, yeah, they, you know, there are guys there, but none of those guys are established at all really. I mean, Aaron Menz might have, or, or Monty Jones might have the most "quote unquote" rep right now, but they haven't started. 
they haven't played a lot of a ton of snaps. So, um, you know, with three years with, you know, basically three years with Bauer and, and, and uh, Beeman and Josie, um, other guys really haven't gotten a lot of runs. So I, I think every guy seems to think there's an opportunity, and, and why not? 22 guys uh, will end up having signed and be part of this recruiting class when it's all said and done, unless there's an extra surprise tomorrow. Uh, where do you put this one in the in the rankings for um, for Iowa classes under Kirk Ferentz? Because it's it's got it's it's got to be one of the top five, probably right somewhere in there. Where where would you stick it? Yeah, we did that last night. Blair and I were kind of, the other night. I guess it was Blair and I were emailing back and forth, and it ends up being the the fourth best class of the parents era in terms of uh, their ranking. Um, so it's a it's a really good class. I mean, it's the first time since 2012 that they've had four four star players in a class. So uh, I think it's it's a really solid uh, foundational class that they can build upon. It was heavy on linebackers, heavy on defensive backs, and um, and that was a neat area for them. Uh, both of those areas. Uh, in this class, here's an interesting thing, and they just picked up, uh, uh, you know, just a little bit ago, Jake Snyder, his Brandon's brother, turned down FCS offers. So now they're up to 19 preferred walk-ons and 22 scholarship players. So that's 41 new players joining the Iowa football program uh, this year, which is crazy when you think about it. And here's another interesting one. There's only 11 seniors, scholarship seniors right now, uh, on the roster, and five of those guys are former walk-ons. So you can see why the appeal for walk-ons is. is Iowa's going to reward you if you come out there and you, you do well. Uh, they're going to eventually get you a scholarship. Forty-one new players. That's got to be a third of the third of the football team. And out of the you know the, the one hundred five that'll be with them, I think you know all those guys will be in there. So. A couple duplicate numbers dressing on the sidelines next year. No <laughs> Guys that will never end up. You know, uh, we got number 22 on offense and on defense. All right, real and, quick, yeah. Tom, on your way your way to the basketball game, what do you see going on tonight? I predicted a 90-70 to 70 Michigan State victory tonight. Although Michigan State, you know, really since all this stuff, the Larry Nasser stuff, and then it involved Izzo and D'Antonio with the outside-the-lines pieces and everything, it... They have not played great. I mean, Penn State almost got them up there. Uh, they didn't play great against Maryland either. Um, they the last couple games, they just have not played uh, up to the level that you thought. So, uh, but I, I fully expect Michigan State to come in and just plow through Iowa tonight. ESPN, eight o'clock p.m. If anybody wants to tune in, thanks, Tom. We'll catch you next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. Appreciate him checking in. Dan Dockich on the uh, call with oh, great. Dave Fleming. I think Dave hey. Fleming. I like Dockich. At, at this point, why not? I mean, it, it keeps the game interesting. I mean, and the game needs to be kept interesting when you're down. I mean, here's the problem with these games. I just the read Hawks d- are, are getting behind so quickly that their games are the games aren't even interesting anymore. The other day, I turned I mean, seriously ten minutes into the first half, and I'm flipping over to watch. You were watching Carol Burnett, the theatrical show. Yes. I was watching. No, I was watching Patton. 
I had a recording <laughs> of Patton. I was in the middle of that, and I haven't seen it for a while. It's one of my favorite movies. I mean, like, you know, no, I, I, literally, though, flipping around at some point in time because I couldn't stomach it. And then I went back to it, and then I ended up listening to it on the radio on the way downtown to a deal the other night. And, you know, so I caught the second half on the radio. Bobby and, and, and Gary are just struggling to keep the games interesting. They, you know, they got it back to 16 or 14 or something in the middle there of the second half. And they both go, okay, now just try to get it under 10. And immediately Penn State had three straight dunks and got it over 20. And Bobby just said, he just was quiet, right? He, there's just You're even at a point now where you're sucking the life out of the two most energetic Hawkeye fans in the arena. I mean, <laughs> they have nothing left. And Gary's trying, right? But he's like, oh, the Hawks have strung together four here. We'll see if they can get it going down 24. I'm like... I, I mean, it's 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 just, just the the it's, pattern it's the pattern of this yeah. basketball team is just so you play the first four minutes pretty good, and then and then it is a eighteen to two run, and it and Fran used timeouts the other day. Okay, so he tried to mm-hmm. quell it, he tried to stop mm-hmm. it, and and it was it was the snowball had left left the the building. Apparently, it's time for us to go. Tell me the right Tell last me call. The last call. There's not enough Temple to ride in the bottle tonight in order to keep you awake. I think Michigan State gets close to 100. Yeah. Iowa's given up 83 points in Big Ten basketball. I think they give up 100 tonight. It's going to be close. I think they give up 100 tonight. They lose by 94, 75, something like that. They're a tough time scoring without Jordan in there. Yeah. It's it's going to be tough. Okay. But... But we'll be back and talk about it next week, won't we? Oh, good, good Lord, Lord willing. Good Lord willing. Thanks to Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. Of course, uh, Trent Condon. And for my partner, Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on 1700 for the Hawkeye Huddle. Listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessig family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Have you ever been stumped by the question, what breed is your dog? Next weekend, you can finally get an answer. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa is hosting DNA Day at ARL Maine. The test is just $65. We'll collect your dog's DNA with a simple cheek swab, and you'll have the results in approximately a week. Walk-ins are welcome. Or you can register online at arl-iowa.org slash dna. 
When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com Hey guys this is Nate Adams you want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly down to earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams Family sent you. Sponsored by CERTA, it's the CERTA President's Day event. Get a free box spring or save up to $500 on a CERTA adjustable set. Visit CERTAretailers.com. Experience CERTA comfort today at Archer Home Center in Adel. Sandler Training has finally come to Des Moines and Central Iowa. Hello, everybody. This is Carl Shapworth, owner of Sandler Training. And if your business relies on sales performance to drive success, I urge you to join Sandler Training on February 27th for a workshop titled 30 Days to Better Selling. I personally use Sandler in my business and it has taken it to high performance, and the same thing can happen to you. So check us out on the web, keywords, Sandler Training, Iowa, and join us February 27th. Sandler Training. If you're looking for old-fashioned sales training, don't call us. This tax season, AutoZone has everything your car needs. And now those parts and supplies come with more savings when you sign up for the AutoZone Rewards Program. You'll earn 20 bucks every time you spend $20 or more five times. One more way to get more done. This tax season, save on five quarts of Pennzoil High Mileage or Conventional and an STP oil filter for $24.99 or an STP Extended Life filter for $3 more. Stop in and let's get you what you need. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Running low on the stuff you need, time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too, like impressing your Valentine with a dinner date in. Get a free $5 gift card when you spend $20 on meat and seafood. Or being sweet on treats, like Mars and M&M's Classroom Exchange bagged candy, just $4.99. For a quick cleanup, get Mrs. Meyer's Multi-Surface Spray or Liquid Dish Soap on sale for $3.79. Get low prices on thousands of items today and every day. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. When you run a growing business, you wear a lot of hats. The I ordered it hat, the Mr. Fix-It hat, the it's taken care of because I handled it yesterday hat. My favorite hat? My I received an order from Granger hat. I look my best in that one. Granger's got the products I need and gets me them when I need them, no matter what hat I'm wearing that day. You know what? I love Granger. 